Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. everyone. This is Patty Conklin and Healing Within. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show and joining uh, my wonderful guests, Linda and Charlie Bloom, uh, are joining me today. And, and we're just looking for this brand new year. You know, I guess we could say that that each month is a brand new year that uh, we're really bringing in new adventures and new experiences every month. And so Charlie and Linda um, are relationship counselors, seminar leaders, authors, and life partners. They've been married since 1972, and they co-direct Bloomwork. 
They have co-written four books, including the best-selling 101 Things I Wish I Knew When I Got Married. Over 100,000 copies have been sold and have facilitated many workshops and relationship seminars throughout the USA and internationally since 1986. You can find them at bloomwork.com. Uh, their uh, website and uh, thank you so much you two for for coming on board and and being a part of today's show thank you for inviting us i'm so glad to be here me too thank you You too (laughs) good so so what brought you guys together in 1972 and 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 how did developing working with relationships and teaching relationships and and all of the uh, nuances that come with that how did that come into being Well, we had some struggles in the early years that we were together. And so we were already therapists at the time when we got into trouble and we didn't know what to do. And so we got some really good help, both therapy and workshops. And out of the struggles, finding our answers for how to um, fight fair, how to apologize well and to forgive and let go and to use all of that difficulty as growth opportunity, we felt an obligation to pass it on. Mm -hmm. So it was really out of our own struggles. Our wound became our gift to our community. Yes. Beautiful. Where do you folks reside? Uh, Where's home? California. Santa Cruz, California. Got it. Beautiful area out there. Yeah. And so and so you took this opportunity to go ahead and and start teaching and so forth. And what would be one of the main things that that you say that as a couple, and you may have each different answers here that you've walked away from uh, in terms of, of how you've grown in your teachings? Well, we've learned the importance of repair because no matter how hard we try and no matter how committed we are to having a wonderful relationship, there's still going to be breakdowns and misunderstandings and sometimes broken agreements and being forgetful and we bang into each other's sore spots. And so all of the wonderful couples who are happy and delighting in their relationship, they're champions of repair. And so I think it's really important for couples to know that you can't stop the waves from coming, but you can learn to surf. And so you're going to sometimes fall off of your surfboard, but the faster you get back up there and get balanced again, the happier you're going to be in your partnership. Right. People are committed to learning how to repair. You're going to you're going to have a relationship that really works well for both. Beautiful. Charlie, what's your take on it? Well, you know, our first our first book, 101 Things I Wish I Knew When I Got Married, that, that's got 101 of those takes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess the, um, the last one, let me just say a little bit about the very last one in the book, the 101st thing. And, and that is that um, something I... I didn't know before, but it's that uh, what's available in a committed partnership, if you can really um, learn how to how to leverage the intention and the commitments 
that you both bring is infinitely greater, not only than you think it is, but it's greater than you can even imagine that it could be. Yeah. So that was a huge uh, awareness for me. And that's not something that you learn in a, in a book necessarily, um, but it's something that as you do the work and you begin to experience the benefits, you realize, man, there is so much more available here than just what I thought was or what I had even hoped for. Right, right. And so, and having been together since 1972 or been married since 1972, you've had a lot of years to grow and develop and and explore, I guess, different ideas and probably some, some uh, um, I don't know if I, I should say butting heads or different ideas and so forth. So when you look at that 101, I mean, one of the things that, that I'm a big believer in and and I may be totally off the mark here, is not to have important discussions in known territory, to always go outside of home territory to have really deep, serious discussions. Do you follow that rule or or does it not matter? Well, every couple has to work out the guidelines that work for them. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously a place where you've found tremendous success and I'm all about the practical. If being away from home and in a novel setting, particularly I hear from a lot of people that they like to bring up the really tough issues when they're in a restaurant or something. Right, right, right. Because they right. have to be more refined. They can't scream and walk. And go off, off to their own territory, yep. <laughs> and I just think couples need to be creative and experimental. That hasn't been a guideline that we have had to have. Yeah. We, we can do it at home. But we have had to have a lot of guidelines that that help us to stay on track. Yeah, you know, to to watch tone of voice has mm-hmm. been really powerful for me because I would get a hard edge on my voice and I wouldn't even be aware of it, and before long I'd be shouting and defensive. And right. so, how to calm myself down to be able to speak in a respectful way so I didn't invite retaliation and pushback from Charlie. And every couple needs to pay attention. It's a mindfulness practice. We refer to this as relationship as spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And really pay attention and see the things that are working for them and the things that are not working for them. And then you know, hold out a vision to your partner of what would really work for you and create some agreements and don't ever agree to anything unless you're going to back it up because it really is going to lift up the trust when you only make agreements that you keep. Right, right. And and I guess part of that is individually really being honest with yourself and, and knowing yourself enough to be able to make that uh, promise or agreement of um, moving forward. Um, Do you find that people come in as couples or individuals and then go into couples or, or, uh, you know, in terms of your workshops, are people coming in individually or are they coming in as couples? Pretty much um, almost all of our seminars, um, we invite individuals and couples to. Uh, it just so happens, not surprisingly, that it's mostly 
uh, couples that do show up. Yeah. Um, we've kind of got this specialty in, in doing couples work, particularly um, addressing those aspects of being in a committed partnership that can be challenging or difficult. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Those are the, uh, you know, the people who are drawn to doing our seminars um, are mostly couples, but we always get, you know, some singles in there, too, or a halves of a pair uh, when one person just isn't willing to come uh, be because the person who does come can learn things that can um, Im improve the relationship, even if the other person isn't actively involved in that process. Right, right. What about those of us who are single, who want relationships, but clearly feel like we're just not doing something quite right to uh, have a lasting relationship? You have people like like me on board? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we're all in process. Right. And I think sometimes people don't realize that the relationships that are the stepping stone ones right. bringing us to the hopefully the relationship that's going to last a lifetime they're all learning experiences yeah. and all all the single people in the network tell me the same thing you have to kiss a lot of frogs uh-huh <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with those people do you know right. the wonderful people they just might not be a good match for absolutely. us absolutely and so if, if we have uh, learning orientation and a personal growth orientation, then we can see each relationship that we're participating in as lab work. Mm -hmm. And I say to, to the singles in the network, make it over right from the beginning right. that you're learning and make a contract about you're going to learn for everything that the relationship tosses up. Yep. And uh, the the darker the material it flushes up, the more opportunity for learning there about what you definitely don't want going forward or what you need to work on in yourself to be eligible for a great That's right. That's right. We will we will continue that on the other side, but I call that the SHIT effect, the, the <laughs> spiritual human in transition, uh, because we're learning. So, folks, it's Patty Conklin and Healing Within, and I'm with Linda and Charlie Bloom, and we'll be right back. Patty Conklin grew up in Brooktondale, New York with a unique ability. Unlike others, she could see how the vibration of words and emotions affected the physical body. She discovered how to release stored emotion and facilitate healing. This began today's Conklin method of cellular cleansing. The private practice grew with tremendous results, as did her reputation. More and more people sought her out, bringing her into the home for healing. She soon realized she could even teach this to others, and they could shift perception and thus prevent illness from occurring. Patty Conklin quickly became a frequent keynote speaker, and she developed a curriculum for teaching the Conklin method of cellular cleansing. For more information, visit pattyconklin.com. 
P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. PattyConklin.com. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Call 404-474-0086. That's 404-474-0086. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. It's formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hi, everyone. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within, and I am with 
Linda and Charlie Bloom, who are relationship, I'm going to say relationship experts, relationship counselors. But uh, just in the first segment, I get a real feel that they know what they're talking about. (laughs) So that's important to me. Um, You know, when I look at, uh, when I read something, you know, you two have been married since 1972. I'm always in awe of relationships that grow and blossom and continue for that period of time. Um, and I know that you've laid out a few of the, of the few of the things that, that make it happen that, that you have to be careful of or mindful of and so forth. So first I want to just say kudos because I, I think that that's beautiful and, and you obviously are, are walking your truth in what you're teaching, uh, because you're living examples of it. Um, so when we look at, um, unique qualities of exceptional relationships and learn ways to develop those those qualities do you ever reach a point where you've just learned enough and you don't grow more or does it take a side trek and it goes somewhere else what what happens after like eight years in or 16 years in or 17 years in or 20 years in what happens Mm. we're asking i'm coming from somewhere where like my longest relationship has been seven years so i can't i can't look at like a 25 year it it's it's amazing to me um and maybe it shouldn't be but it is so what really brings you there well well first of all um you know thank you for the acknowledgement and kudos to you for being aware um of what we consider to be the most important quality um, that can predispose a person and a couple to have a successful relationship. You mentioned it just a few minutes ago, but we didn't spend any time on it. And I want to come back to it and underscore mm-hmm. it. And you mentioned uh, being honest with yourself. Yeah. And that is the bottom line. To be, to be willing to be, I don't like the term brutally honest because honesty doesn't ever have to be brutal. Totally it, agree, yeah. But it can certainly be, um, you know, very uh, clear. And, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and honesty is, is something that if we don't bring self-honesty into the relationship, we're not going to be able to be honest with other people. Even when we think we're being honest, if we're lying to ourselves about something or if we're in denial or covering something up, then everything is going to be filtered through that lens. And so, you know, we, we can't really be authentic. We can't really be genuine or honest. And that's, that's the bottom line because Mm -hmm. what do we want in relationships? Well, pretty close to 100% of the people who get into relationship, what they want is really simple, and it's to be loved and to have somebody receive their love. Right. That's right. The bottom line. But you can never feel genuinely loved for who you are if you're not honest about who you are and you're not willing to express who you are honestly with integrity. You'll never feel that. You'll always feel that, yeah... They, they like me, but they don't really know me. They know who I am trying to be. Yeah. If you don't feel totally accepted and understood and received for who you authentically are, 
then you can never get the the love that you want. You can you can the best you can do is get approval, and that's a far cry from genuine love. Right, right. I mean, that's so meaningful. What what you laid out there. I mean, because I think that uh, for for some of us, um, you know, I I've gone into this stage in the last eight nine years. Uh, watching my sons get married and have children and realizing that the partners that they chose are absolutely perfect for them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I look at that and I'm proud because I'm like, wow, you know, we definitely did learn some relationship uh, things as, as we grew as a family. Um, And they, and they chose women that are uniquely fit for them and uh, fortunately, uh, because the sons are so close, the daughter-in-laws have also become very close because they're unique, beautiful women. Um, so I, I probably have never really spent time looking at relationships until I started looking at that, going, "Wow, you can really make it work." And and uh, it's not that they don't have their trials and tribulations at times, uh, but I love how they work through them and discuss them and. And move beyond them, uh, especially when parenting comes into play and, and different parental styles. So, you know, I think that relationships are are so important um, across the board. I mean, I, I guess I'm just not in this belief that we're meant to be signal, single um, as we go through life. So as people move into growing their relationships um, and coming to to the two of you as counselors, um, and coming to a workshop, um, are there are there any relationships that come in that you just say, you know what, we got to really start from ground zero here, or do they have enough built that they can take take the next step? I guess you know I'm I'm a neophyte in this, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> so so, but are there relationships that just come in that you're really having to go back to ground zero? occasionally but you know it doesn't happen very often Mm -hmm. a couple will request uh, a joint appointment but Mm -hmm. they're they're so walled off do you know with bitterness or anger that they have to see us individually first to be able to get up to doing a joint session most of the people the vast majority and we've been in the business for you know over four decades right they have enough commitment and enough openness that they can actually sit down in a room together. And we see a lot of people by Skype and Zoom. So sometimes mm-hmm. they're not here physically with us. But their commitment is often in the beginning to get the therapist on their side. <laughs> <laughs> to make the person wrong. Right, 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 right. Create the wrong. And, and so, yeah. Right away in the beginning, we set a context where each person is going to be looking at themselves and they can count on us to put the correction in if they start confessing the other person's sins. Right, right, right. Yeah. And yeah. and that it's really all on-the-job training, that it's all see what the relationship is flushing up and what is this showing you about some work that you need to do about patience or courage or forgiveness or making Mm -hmm. an effective apology or letting go 
or higher level of responsibility or whatever it is. And people change channels like that. That's when the therapy really starts to go Mm. somewhere that they keep their attention on themselves and what they're doing or not doing or saying or not, not saying and getting their attention off of their partner. Right. That's locating the power and influence in ourselves Well, we're trying to fix the other person, you know, we just want to do the home improvement plan for their own good, of course. Right. We're missing the boat. So really to keep the attention back to ourselves. And if they can uh, do that, it sets up a spirit of goodwill. Yeah. And that invites the other person to look more deeply about how they may contribute to the relationship in a positive way or not such a positive way. And then they can start to see how they can put the corrections in, in between the sessions. And that's when it starts to really come alive. And they're really stopping that you did, you know, the, 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 the starting the statement with the, you did, um, you know, one of the things that, that I come back to is, you know, I'm having an issue. Because if I'm having an issue in a relationship, it's my issue. It's not necessarily my partner's. Um, it's my issue. And yep. I invite them to come in and help me uh, with my issue. And it may be about them, but I'm giving them permission to get in there and and be a part of it because I'm the one having the issue with it if, if they're not. Um, maybe, you know that works for me, it seems like in, in uh, some of the cases. Um, but it seems like with, with people that want to um, prove the other person wrong so they can be right, that that needs to stop. And like you said, just setting those ground rules um, so that they, that they don't come in that way. And they're really taking that personal responsibility for how they're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, How do you gain tools to promote enduring love and trust? Uh, Good question. (laughs) (laughs) The first step is acknowledging to yourself, um, and if you have a partner, to your partner, that um, you haven't learned everything yet. Yeah. And and for some of us, that is a, a difficult thing to admit because it feels vulnerable to acknowledge um, I still have more to learn. I don't know it all, even though sometimes I forget that and think that I do. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> Good chuckle there, Linda. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you at that point, Charlie, and wait uh, for the no, next, the next, uh, you know, I, <laughs> next I have, segment as we. Who says that sometimes? But, <laughs> you know, I, I want to hear. That, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to hear more about that as we as we come back from the next uh, uh, next break. But but yeah, I think it's important for us to recognize that uh, we're still embryos. So yeah, so folks, it's Patty Conklin and Healing Within. We'll be right back. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, 
Bigfoot, Lake Monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. Look for Proven Winners Hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. Center and Studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety, and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's, and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404 474 0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404-474-0086. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net.
everyone. It's Patty Conklin and uh, Healing Within. And we are discussing relationships today with uh, Linda and Charlie Bloom. And you can find uh, Linda and Charlie at bloomwork.com. That's B-L-O-O-M-W-O-R-K.com. And I got to say, I'm just, I love the energy between you two. And um, and and your tonal qualities when you're speaking, I'm I'm uh, I'm learning a lot just even from the energies on this. So so Charlie, I I'm sorry I had to cut you off on our last segment, but continue on because I think it really is important. I I think in every aspect of our life that that um, I always say that the more I know, the more I know I'm an embryo. That that I'm constantly growing and expanding and. And, um, and if I'm not learning, then maybe I'm stagnating. And so how do we continue that within relationships so that the relationship doesn't stagnate? What are those continued tools that we, uh, that we use? And, and the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I see, you know, when I was younger, I thought I, I knew everything, and um, and then the, I started learning a few things, and one of the things that I learned was, first of all, that I don't know everything, and then I started to learn more, and the more I learned, the more I realized how much more there is to learn. So, yeah. you know, if if what I know now, you know, is, is the, the size of uh, a penny, mm-hmm. then maybe what there is to learn is maybe the size of a football field. Yeah, yeah. Or more. It's humbling, you know. It really is humbling because you know we all want to think that you know, oh, I got this together. You know, I know, you know, I know enough here, and and then that's a dangerous thing to believe. First of all, because it's never true, mm-hmm. never. Um, there's always more to learn, and when you begin to associate the um, <clears throat> the possibility of learning more and begin to experience the pleasure of what it feels like to become more competent by learning more and the excitement of the learning process, which we all had before we learned not to enjoy learning uh, from our education system. Right. Uh, you know, the more, the, 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 the more we get that, the more enthusiastic we get about learning. It's no longer an embarrassment not to know things. It's yeah. okay. It's better than okay because it opens the door to the question of, well, how can I learn more about this? Because the more I learn, the fuller my life is. And the, the, the more uh, it relaxed and the more I enjoy things. And, and I really, when I get to enjoy the learning process, it, you know, I no longer have to be uh, embarrassed because there are things that I don't know. I no right. longer have to pretend that I've got it all together. And and life just is much easier when I'm not burdened by the responsibility to demonstrate to the world that uh, I am the person that I think will impress them. I can just be myself. Yourself, yeah. Do you, do you feel like uh, societal concepts or cultural concepts put that more on on the masculine um, that they should know or they should have things under control or or uh, be the teachers. I mean, you know, when we look through history, we have so much 
um, focus on the male uh, having that role. Um, and I think it's, it's not fair. Um, not sure that I agree with that men should need to be that. But do you, do you see that when couples first come in, that that's part of the problem is the male feels like um, he should know and he doesn't? Oh, absolutely. But yeah. you know, it's, it's not just the, the, the man who feels under the weight of the obligation to be that knowing person. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think women have their own version of that kind of programming. Yeah. It's not necessarily to know and to be strong and to have it all together all the time and to be able to handle all situations. Um, but it's to be a certain kind of a person that that they believe and the culture has reinforced in their mind will be seen as being more attractive to, to men. So sometimes, right. you know, there's a lot of men who are not attracted at all to a woman who's particularly intelligent. In right. fact, they prefer somebody who they think is less intelligent than they are. Right. Um, right. So so we all both genders have their own kind of conditioning that kind of puts them in uh, in a model that they feel required to, to live up to, which mm -hmm. makes it really difficult to be um, authentic and genuine. Yes. And, you know, Patty, you're absolutely right when you talk about the cultural um, brainwashing that goes on. Yes. You're supposed to pretend that you have the answers and know even when deep inside you know that you're confused and that you don't know. But you posture and you pr present a presentation to the world and to the people who are closest to you. Act like you've got it together when you're really pretty mixed up. Right. I'm often appealing to the women in the classes that we teach and in the counseling session to step into a leadership role because often women have a sense of what the relationship needs to up level and they don't trust into it or they think that the man is going to feel controlled or they're being too aggressive or too bossy or too bitchy or whatever. Right. Hold back. Yeah. And so it really is a deterrent when people are posturing that way because one of the foundational teachings that we offer is about being courageous enough to be vulnerable right. and show your innermost self. And so women get a little bit more permission from the culture to do that. And so I invite them to model for the men and set a good example. Talk about your fears. Talk about your loneliness. Talk about your longing. Talk about your sadness. Yeah. And, and to allow the heart to open and that will touch him in a way that his heart will open and that he can start treading on that ground. Do you know where both people are really more awake and open and available for a powerful connection with right. each other? And that's so important. I mean, I, I know in the early years, you know, when my sons were growing up, I was single and I was traveling the world teaching. So when I was home, I uh, didn't date. 
uh, because I didn't want the my sons to have to compete with a relationship. They they didn't have enough time with me uh, as it was. And so, you know, we kind of set that to the side. And when I started dating, girlfriends would say, just put put on the dating side or whoever that you're a cashier. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to start out that I'm a cashier because I'm starting the whole basis of the relationship on a lie. Right. So I'm not I'm not going to go there. Um, but what I would do occasionally just to kind of because I was paying attention to what they were paying attention to with me, mass, males. And and what I found was if I gave them my name, they'd Google the last 30 years. And so they, they had my work persona and uh, their their perception of who they thought I was uh, from my work persona and not me as a woman. And uh, and so I've always kind of sat with, is it OK to give my maiden name um, so that they're not Googling me right away so that they get to know me and they don't have this this awe or this this preconceived notion of who I am based on my work. Um, and I know a lot of women in, in uh, successful businesses and so forth feel the same way. Uh, we all seem to be single. What's the solution? Is there a solution? (laughs) (laughs) uh, I personally um, have never had the the problem of of worrying about people maybe thinking that I'm too confident (laughs) Um, (laughs) or too too intelligent. Um, Love it. I've had other problems, but (laughs) not that one. (laughs) I can't relate to that from my experience, but, but you know, I think that regardless of what it is that you know you're you're up against in terms of certain personal or cultural um, biases or stereotypes, um, that that we all all are you know vulnerable to getting judged on the basis of beliefs that people might associate with right. us. So I think right. that you know it's a more generic question. You know, in terms of, well, how do I deal with that? How do I deal with, you know, the, the, the likelihood that somebody who is responding to something that I'm putting out there on one of these dating sites mm-hmm. made up their mind to a large degree before they've even spoken with me right. on the basis of what they've heard about me, read about me or whatever, that they've already begun to develop certain biases both in terms of their positive expectations of me, which I may not be able to live up to, right. uh, or their negative beliefs about me, you know, n- none of which may be true, or some right. of them may be, but then the, they're only seeing this tiniest tip of the iceberg, right. and it's probably somewhat distorted. So, so like, how do I deal with that? Yeah. My, my response to that is that... Um, when I am with that person, when I'm communicating with them, um, I just try to be as authentic and as real and uh, as as I can be. And I don't and mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to hold that thought because we okay. got to take a break, but we'll come okay. right back to it, folks. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within. We'll be right back.
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will... Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. Look for Proven Winners Hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. Change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. 
Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Hi, everyone. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within, and I am with Linda and Charlie Bloom, and uh, you can find them at bloomwork.com. And uh, I encourage you all to uh, go, if you're single or if you're in a relationship, go to their workshops and and uh, and read 101, uh, what is the title? 101 Things I Wish I Knew When I Got Married, and, um, and, and see... Uh, See what you learn, because I know you're going to learn something. So, Charlie, I'm going to bring you back to that uh, uh, uniqueness and being being uh, authentic um, as you move into relationships and or are in relationships. Because I'm assuming that that people in long term relationships, as they individually grow, um, it may shake up the relationship, the marriage, some. Um, because we want people to individually grow and, and grow within the marriage, correct? Well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully we want ourselves to be one of the people that we want to grow. Yeah. Um, yet, surprisingly, um, many of us do not have that value. Um, hmm. Because growing is intrinsically dangerous because... We, we all like to be uh, secure in a certain identity. And when we grow, we leave aspects of ourselves behind. Sometimes we begin to move into aspects of ourselves that we hadn't fully experienced before. And it feels, it feels a little insecure. It feels, you know, we, we start to have uh, some concerns about, well, are people going to like the new me? Or I didn't used to be this way, and but now I feel like I'm becoming more this way. And... Yeah. Uh, not everybody seems to like the old, the, the new me. They seem to prefer the way I used to be. Uh, we get used to being with us, uh, with people as we have known them. So, you know, but like you say, growth is inevitable. It's only a matter of whether or not we embrace the growth and appreciate it and, and accept that as a natural part of life, and, and which makes life incredibly more interesting. Yeah. Um, or whether we resist it. Um, right. Right. So anything, Linda, that you want to say about that? Yeah, it's going to just pop over there to Linda. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Linda? I wanted to say that we're all in process all the time. Yeah. And if we can just face the truth of that fact, you know, that we can be lifelong learners our whole lifetime, that we don't you know, ever stop with that. And I felt 
um, that I wanted to pick up that thread, Patty, that you were concerned that if the men that you were seeing on the on online dating sites saw mm-hmm. how accomplished you were in your career, that maybe they would be intimidated by that and withdraw from the challenge. Uh-huh. And my attitude is that we're all such a mixed bag. Right. And whether it's the man or the woman who's had a lot of eggs in the professional basket, do you know, they may have had a knock 'em dead career, but while they were busy, you know, launching that fabulous career, maybe there were other parts of their life that weren't addressed sufficiently, creative Abs- expression, their spiritual life. Yeah. And that it can level the playing field. This is if you have access to be able to talk to them. Don't withdraw from, from <laughs> right, the chat. Right, right. They're not willing <laughs> to give you a chance to say that you have your strengths and you have your growing edge, just like they have their strengths and their growing edge. And as long as they're not so competitive with you and they've developed the part in themselves that is a supporter and that they really are looking for somebody that can make their needs and their life goals as important as their own, you've got a good deal going there. And I just tell all the singles in the network, you know, to, Put the truth out there. Don't stand behind the image too long. You don't have to tell me your deepest and darkest on the first date. Right, but right, right. soon, get real soon. And if you have a concern, put the concern out sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's really important. I think I think my perspective through the years is is honesty is the best. And like you said, you don't need to dump it all on the on the first uh, get together. Uh, but with a, a very short time of just this is this is my professional career, and that's not necessarily who I am as a woman. And this is who I am as a woman, and this is what I'd like to focus on uh, in terms of moving forward. And um, and I think that you know not only is that a challenge as a as a single woman, um, but I think that there are times when women within relationships move into new careers or new adventures and so forth, and and. Uh, um, and their partners and husbands just kind of sit back and go, "Whoa, wait a minute! <laughs> I don't recognize you. What just took place?" And and you know, one of the things that that I've said, you know, many times through in my books and writings and and so forth is is um, I love how my sons love me, and I think that that's kind of what I look like look for at times. And I think we do when we have people who truly love us. And and I and I jokingly say but it's it's sincere i love how my sons love my eccentric behavior and and they don't judge my eccentric behavior they embrace it because they know that that's just who i am and it's a loving fun eccentric but it's eccentric and um and and they just they're so at peace with it they don't they don't shift to you know even when they were teenagers they didn't attempt to change me they weren't saying mom you're embarrassing me they're like that's my mom that's what's <laughs> happening so you know i think that it's beautiful you know, the whole relationship aspects for people um is so important because i'm sure as as i do you folks see people who have just kind of given up and 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 maybe aren't putting the effort in and for um for so many they started with that excitement and and that deep love and so forth and it's it's um 
it's a little sad to see them pulling back from that and not knowing how to reconnect with each other. So the couples that are out there that are are struggling with the reconnect, Linda, what would you what would you offer them as a first step of reconnecting? To allow their imagination to be big. Mm-hmm. To not let the disappointments shrink their expectations down so so small that they're not reaching. You know, we sometimes hear people say, I've got to really ratchet my expectations down. And we we say, don't lower your expectations, but you're going to have an intention to match it if you're going to have a lofty expectation. In fact, Charlie and I wrote a book, um, The Secrets of Great Marriages, just because we were interfacing with so many people who had become so disillusioned and bitter. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of people say to us, I don't know one couple who has a happy relationship. And I would stop them and say, I'm really happy in my marriage. Right. I didn't always feel this way, but we we have been working at it and we grew a really healthy, wholesome marriage and I'm delighting in it. And it was shocking to some people to hear that. Some people didn't believe it. Right. But we, we went on a quest and we found the happiest couples we could find and let them tell their stories in their own words, yeah. their success stories in their own words. And all of them had been through some difficult passage, at least one, sometimes more than one. But they did learn and grow. And I would say to the people who were feeling kind of depressed and kind of defeated and kind of disappointed, um, just don't give up. There's some really lovely people who are willing to grow with you, to roll up their sleeves. They've got some commitment. They've got some energy. They've Mm -hmm. got some mojo to co-create with you. And I've often had people in the network say, what do you think is the most important characteristic to look for in a partner? And I struggled for a long time whether kindness was going to get the number one spot. Uh Uh-huh. Or whether the willingness to learn and grow was going to be number one. And I ended up putting the willingness to learn and grow first before <laughs> kindness. They're both important, of course. Yes. But if you have that bottom line, you know, of we'll learn together. Let's right. let's use this relationship as the growth opportunity then both people can really thrive. Maybe it's not going to last a, lo- a lifetime. Right. Maybe it'll be months or a year or two, and that's a success that the two people have learned together about who they are and what they want in a partnership. That's so awesome. Charlie, I'm going to give you the last minute. What would you say? Um, The question is what? The question is... What's if people are disillusioned, what's the first thing to go back to to pull the relationship or start to bring the relationship back together? Okay, well, one thing um, that I think is really helpful is to remind yourself of what initially drew you to this person in the first place. Mm -hmm. What was it that you found so compelling about them that you decided that this was somebody that you wanted to be with, maybe for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because that's one of the first things to go when we have unresolved differences that don't get handled in a relationship, is we forget 
what it was in the first place. And there's always something there that when people can get back in touch with that um, after they've forgotten it. And it's easy to forget it when something obscures that memory because you're, you're upset or you're hurt or you're right. feeling resentful towards your partner and you haven't dealt with that. Right. Um, there's, there's, there's always something to go back to that can help you to, to anchor yourself back in that experience. Again. Thank you so much for that. Folks, you're listening to Charlie and Linda Bloom. Find them at bloomwork.com. Thank you so much. This is Patty Conklin and Healing Within, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you.